You're listening to Media Road Skill Bites with me, Owen O'Sullivan. The Media Road project is supporting the transformation of the European media sector by building an ecosystem for innovation. Skill Bites is a podcast series where we're exploring changing skill sets and career paths in today's media technology environment. Our guest for this episode is Richard Waghorn, Director of Transformation and Technology and Acting Director of Operations and Production Services with RTE, Ireland's national public broadcaster. RTE was six different integrated business divisions. There wasn't much collaboration between the IBDs, they were very much silos. So when the new Director General joined uh, in 2016, she set about a plan to restructure the organisation, actually just driving a programme of works that over time will help to support the transformation of RTE into one RTE and uh, making sure it's best place to meet the challenges of the future. Media Road. Media Road. Skill Bites. Skill Bites. Richard, thanks for joining me. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Owen. So, Richard, on Skill Bites, I always like to start by asking you if you could maybe summarise your career up to now in 30 seconds. When I was at university, you had a couple of placements in uh, BBC Radio. And so I had a few years working in production. So I was a researcher, a presenter, and I also was a studio manager. And then I moved on to commercial radio for a couple of years, working for Essex Radio in Southend. And then from there, I moved on back to the BBC and worked in strategy. I was lucky enough to work as a project manager as well on interactive TV. Oh, and also I was the project manager for the launch of Freeview, the first free-to-air TV platform in the UK. Uh, and then from then I worked in distribution, uh, doing commercial deals with platforms and uh, multiplex operators for the distribution of the BBC's TV and radio services. And then um, South Africa called the South African Broadcasting Corporation, where I started off as a chief technology officer. I was there for three years, actually. I then moved to Dublin to Radio Telefisheren, RTE, uh, where I took on the role of CTO. And then my role has expanded. I'm also now responsible for uh, transformation or helping to support the transformation program uh, for the organization. Uh, and then since the beginning of this year, uh, the director general clearly thought I wasn't busy enough and uh, asked me to look after our operations uh, division, which is all of our production teams, um, all of our broadcast teams, media teams, uh, as well as our property team as well. So a uh, little bit longer than 30 seconds, but that's uh, essentially the career. Yeah, uh, you've squeezed so much into that career so far that uh, I think we can forgive you for going over the 30 seconds. So you're effectively a CTO, Chief Technology Officer, but you're not from a technology background. No, I'm not, actually. And as a, I'm a production background originally, um, but no, very much I'm a, a business person. But as I've said, when I applied for the roles in South Africa uh, and at RTE, you know, if you want me as your CTO, you're not getting an engineer, you're getting somebody that understands the business, that understands the production side of the house. I have an ability to be able to translate uh, technical aspects for non-technical audiences. Uh, and I think that uh, that really helps as well. I wonder, is it a bit like having a, I don't know, a head of finance who <laughs> who has no background in, in, in finance or numbers or accounting? I've come across a number of good technical experts that actually, I think, struggle in a leadership role because I think they can be very focused on the technical side. They might not have the people management skills. They might not have the leadership skills. Absolutely, maybe the world's best 
technical expert. But if you've got a team of people and you're running a business and running a technology function is running a business, you've got to make sure you're within budget. You've got to be providing the service, make sure you're delivering uh, the, the levels of service that the customers expect. Now, RTE has been going through a big transformation the last couple of years. Our specific interest on Skillbytes is around skill sets, competencies, training, career development, that kind of thing. So if you look at the kind of transformation that RTE is going through, where do you see that impacting on the kinds of skills and competencies that you're looking for in the teams that you're working with there now? So let's just think about what I did with technology, trying to move away from the different silos and saying, actually, you are an engineer, you're a senior broadcast engineer or or a broadcast engineer. Actually, you can work across IP, IT or broadcast projects if you wanted to, to help people develop their own skills. There's a flexibility in the structure and the work that we do that I think enables people to kind of branch out and and get involved. And and I certainly, for one, um, encourage as much movement around the organization as possible. I've benefited from getting exposure in my career to lots of different aspects of the business. And I'd like to, I'm trying to encourage others to do the same where the opportunities are available. You're based in Dublin, uh, which is where RTE's headquarters are. Dublin is, of course, a big tech hub. Uh, Does that make it difficult in terms of attracting and and holding on to technology talent in the organisation? It it does. And um, I think uh, certainly for uh, a lot of the engineering skills we're looking for, it is a challenge. Um, but then uh, it's also an opportunity because, um, you know, there is a lot of people attracted to Dublin now. A lot of, you know, technical expertise is attracted to Dublin. RTE is a good brand. It's a well-recognized brand. Uh, and people do want to come and work for us. Uh, we've recently advertised for a couple of positions. And, you know, we had significant numbers of, of applications. Um, unfortunately, um, some of the other firms uh, in Dublin uh, pay a little bit more. Um, but then, you know, we are a public service media organization and, and people want to work for public service media companies for, for different reasons, not just necessarily the intrinsic values of, uh, of, of cash. So if people do want to come and work for RTE, are you finding that they have the kind of profile and the kind of skill sets that you're looking for uh, when you advertise these positions? I think so on the IT and the IP side, absolutely. I think on the broadcast side, there's less less qualified people within the market. You know, other than RTE, you have Virgin Media Television and you have TG Cara in Ireland. Essentially, it is a small broadcast market. Um, so I think it is harder to attract some of the broadcast technology skills. But that's one of the reasons why we've created a a structure which is around infrastructure and around applications that actually we want to reduce some of our reliance on just broadcast-only skills and to try and train up the engineers to have a range of skills across broadcast IT or IP so that that we're more protected for the future. You did an interview with IBC um, a year or two ago and, and in that interview you said, I've changed the way I interact with the team and now have a very motivated team who are inspired to do their best and to grow. I'm wondering what you changed about the way you were interacting. I think um, it wasn't necessarily the way that I changed. I think it was the way that we changed the leadership of the technology area. So I think one of the most effective tools I use is the routine. And it worked for me at the BBC, both as somebody that was being managed and led, but also as somebody that was leading and managing other people. I have a routine with all my direct reports every two to three weeks. Um, It's a very open conversation. Uh, We talk about what their challenges are, what their successes are. 
what's going on in the organization, you know, share some inside thoughts, whatever else it is, and really kind of drive a rapport and a, a really positive working relationship with people, uh, with each other, actually. And to be very honest in kind of giving feedback both ways. It's not just a one-way uh, conversation. And I think having established those routines and having built up that network and, and regular communication, I think has really helped to make the team very motivated. So, Richard Waghorn, at the end of this podcast, I want to ask you one question which we ask all our guests, and that is, if you could give one piece of advice to yourself at the start of your career from where you are now, what piece of advice would you give yourself? I'm going to make it two pieces. One piece which I've actually followed and one piece which I wish I had followed. The one piece that I have followed is get as much experience as you can in as many different areas of the organisation as you possibly can and move around and don't be afraid to move organisations. The piece of advice that I wish I had followed, I just wish I was better at networking. I'm a little bit introverted sometimes, and so sometimes it doesn't come as natural to me as it does to others. So I would like to have probably had more practice at networking earlier, which I think would have helped me uh, in, my, uh, in the rest of my career. Richard Waghorn, thank you. Thank you very much, Owen. Media Road. Media Road. Skill Bites. Skill Bites. You can find more information on the initiative that has inspired this series by heading to mediaroad.eu.